And welcome back to the Reserves Podcast, week and a half later, and a week and a half of just absolute mayhem. In what a week world. and a half it's been, Dil. And what a, a week and a half. Sport. Kobe. What a week and a half it's been. Kobe, it is unbelievable that one of us on the podcast yes. may or may not have been affected by, COVID. by the virus. Oh. Now. Who? Who Who was it? Who? Who? Who has COVID? Did he have COVID? Or... Was he a close contact? Or he lied to everyone saying he was one of them. Can confirm, I'm immune. <laughs> <laughs> I'm immune. They have taken my blood currently and they're creating the uh, cure. So. <laughs> so no. Stay tuned. Stay no. tuned for no, that. No, 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 it no, is, no. It is I think he's a Terminator. I agree. I've always thought that. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. So, like, oh, it's, it's, it's a funny thing at the moment, COVID, our good friend. But, like, it's like taboo that you can't. Like share if you've got COVID or if you, all that kind of stuff or close contact. But all we're, that jazz. We're, we're we're pretty open here on the pod. So, deal. Did you or did you not have COVID? I did not have COVID. Five negative rats and a negative PCR. Tiana tried to take me down with her, but I'm built different. Would you so, love not to just get it? You are an offensive lineman get on and coming. off the field, mate. You are protecting yourself at all times. Correct. So Correct. That actually gives me great pleasure. How'd you go, like, boredom-wise? Uh, lucky like, there was footy on. Yeah. And I was going to say lucky there was cricket on, but uh, it's not that good to watch at the moment. How many games of Mavs did you watch, mate? Mavs? Well, Mavs are in the morning. I still had to go to work. Oh, you did too? Yeah, ISO. Yeah, sorry. No, teachers. I, I, teachers are immune. ISO for me mm. is fake ISO. I told you I'm immune. I'm immune. But anyway, we may break the record today for the amount of sports spoken about and... Most of our people's voice questions, not all, actually not most, probably 50-50, we are 50-50 sport and then 50-50 recreation. So Random shit. Yeah, so we Any are... Any of those recreation questions from Kane Sarich? Yes. Yes. So, what a man. So <laughs> we, we are we're in for a treat. So let's start off with Corey Wilson. Sorry for the long time between messages. However, have to tell uni students that I teach to stop bullying me because I go to North. Go for North. <laughs> English words was written so poorly. Really, yeah. However, <laughs> having to tell yeah. uni students that I teach to stop. Yeah, no commas. That's ah. the problem. That's where the issue was. I can see. That's not done on his laptop. That's done on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. goes anyway, and I was about to say anyway. Is there a genuine replacement for Langer after what we've seen from McDonald as the interim? And secondly, what is the likelihood of the reserves doing a live show? So I'll start with the live show. A bit hard to do a live show. Could possibly come up in the future. We'll never know. We will then go back to... It's a bit hard to do a live show when, you know, no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that yeah. was a bit harsh yeah, on the pod. That was a bit rough. But we have mentioned previously about potentially making a YouTube channel and then recording, putting yes, it up on YouTube. But yes. the thing is, we need We to don't have any money. Yeah, we've got no money. So what we're going to do from here, we're going to have a GoFundMe page. <laughs> or, because Dill's immune, we'll have a OnlyFans account named Dill's Immune. No, no, no. See, I think we start a Patreon. <laughs> I, reckon we, yeah. I reckon we sell my blood. <laughs> okay, Wolverine. <laughs> but on the, on the cricket one Yeah, cricket, as well, cricket, cricket. Um, I honestly believe it's like McDonald's in a pretty good position to take over, but it'll come down to what Pat 
really wants and the players. So it's it's too early. Here's, to okay, they'll I'll, they'll want to get through. They'll want to get through the subcontinental yeah. year. Yeah. Well, obviously we play India and I think we play mm. Sri Lanka as well. Yep. India, get, India. Get through that. Um, and then have a new coach heading into the yeah. summer. If anyone knows anything about Patreon and how it works, <laughs> message me privately and we will set oh, something what, up. On what format though? Like on what? Like, messenger, just search my name. Messenger. Not on D, not, no DMs on Insta? Definitely not. Okay. No. Okay. Next up. Therefore, more important things. Next up, we have Tomadors comes at us and he goes. Awesome. What has the podcast got planned for the big 100th episode coming up? Where are we at? The return of this the. This is 89. Mm. This is 90. It's, it's, oh, wait, I think. What? I don't this know. Is this is 89. Okay. He goes, The return of the pointless quiz, quiz, perhaps? What's the pointless quiz? Well, we had um, one a couple of weeks ago when Kobe did it, and that was extremely pointless. <laughs> no, that was pointless. Yeah. The pointless format. You know, when you gave the answer and it had to go right down? Tommy Dawes did it. Oh, right. That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. And then he goes, or could we see you leveraging off the Mystic Month's family connections and getting Jack Viney on for an interview? <laughs> Do we message? Uh, yeah, we should. Do we go through Gav or Lou? We, oh, no, I reckon we message and say, we know Gavin and Lewis, so you should reply to us because we said those names, and if he doesn't reply, it means they've been lying this whole time. That's a very good point. Yeah, thank you. We could kill two birds with one stone. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. That's, you know... My hands Stones and birds. I think, I think they're lying. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, it's all true. The 100th episode, who knows? Who knows? I don't know. That's we, probably, we probably need to have some like Nando's chicken over and discuss what mm. we're going to do on it. It is 10 weeks away. Yeah. It's a fair way away. That's over two months. Yes. Mm. I think we could set up something really special. We could. So Tom, ask this same question when we hit about 95. We minutes. should get every guest we've ever had on. That'd be chaos. All at once. And Does boy, Fight Club. In a 15-way Zoom call. In a 15-way Royal Rumble match. Mm. So this is my question. We had... Bit of an issue with Jackson White being on and Zach Sarich being on. The confusion around that. Do both of them come on, or do we only let Zach come? Do on? Do we let them fight each other for yeah. who comes on? Yeah. Well, it looks like Sarah's coming on. Chompers. That's a good point. <laughs> right. This one comes from a big cheese, Andrew. He goes, "Ask him on the next pod." This is you. Mm. He likes you at the moment. No, I like that big cheese. With the Patriots cutting loose, Vanoy, JC Jackson, and Gilmore, are they going to go deep in the draft for linemen and to replace these positions? Because Bill's a tight ass and hates spending money. So how are you going to refill those positions? If there's anything that Bill knows what to do in the draft, it's fucking draft defensive players. He can't, as we all know, it's well popular, um, well... I can't even play English at the moment. Well, um, oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's been, well, well, broadcast. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Um, we can't draft like a wide receiver to save our lives, mm. or anyone on the off- on the offensive side of the ball. Well, <clears throat> so cornerbacks, linebackers, even defensive linemen, it's been pretty good hits in previous years. So I've got no doubt that we'll go pretty defensive heavy in the draft. In saying that, though. It won't surprise me if we also get a few wide receivers in there to help Mac Jones in his development. Mm. So year two, he needs some weapons. Didn't really have too many weapons last year, but it's pretty confident they're going to draft a few defensive players in the draft. Yep, trust the process, it sounds like. Uh, We're going to then go with uh, the Volcano. He says... Kane Corns has sent us a message. Yes. Recreational recreational question. Did you see what he said this week about We'll get into that. Later. What a f- more to come you. later. I told you. More to come later. We got a big pod that's later. 
People's voice. He says rank, but... I've been told off. You have been told off. But we don't like ranking here. We like starting, benching, and cutting. Okay. Start, bench, cut. Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, and Harry Potter. Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. You're you're cutting Lord of the Rings. You're cutting that. Am I? Yes. Why? Why? Because the other two are better. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Star Wars is probably arguably the Um, best films. Let's let's be be frank here. Sorry. These are our own individual start bench cuts. So don't bring on your bias onto us. Have you ever seen Lord of the Rings? A little bit. Hmm. He'd be a... What would he be? He would be... An orc, 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Dillon wouldn't be an orc. He'd be like a little... What's the little dude? The little... Hobbit. The Hobbit. Hobbit. The fucking guy with the axe. Forgot his name. The dwarfs. Yeah. That'd be Dill. He's definitely an orc. Yeah. Look at the size of him. <laughs> can we point. can we start benching cut, please? Um, I'm definitely Legolas. Sorry? I'm um, Orlando Bloom. Oh, no, you're not. Start bench cut. So I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with Harry Potter, so it's a definite start for me. You're obsessed. Mm. Bench. Who do I bench? Next week, Harry Potter quiz. <laughs> Ooh. Bench. I'm starting Star Wars. Yeah, I knew you would. I'm benching Harry Potter. Oh, and who are we cutting? What I'm a surprise. Lord of the Rings. But I've read all the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, because you're a and loser. And I'm now on to Harry Potter. You're a loser. I'm starting. Yep, start, I've already started. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah. Benching Star Wars. Yeah, same. Lord of the Rings. So, yeah, I'm starting Harry Potter as well. And I'm benching Star Wars, even though I love Star Wars. Attack of the Clones, one of my favorites. Yep. However, Harry Potter did me childhood yeah, you know, a Voldemort, and I ended up thanks to thanks to Kane yeah. last night. I researched two hours worth of Harry Potter mm. just because I needed to, you know, Feel catch up again. on it. I just needed to be like, mm, what let's happened go back, here? Let's go back a bit here. Mm. Expecto Patronum. Mm. Philosopher's Stone. Mm. But after watching that, and he that's some up. scary shit, man. I was terrified about Voldemort. Some scary shit. You don't hey. mention his name. He, he who not be known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was terrified. I was Tom Riddle. Enigma. Yeah, Tom Riddle. His, his name is literally the Dark Lord. Tom Riddle, mm. the noseless dog. Yeah, mm. fucking dog. Scary scene in Harry Potter? Um, I used... I can't oh. get past the graveyard. The I can't get past the when graveyard. When he comes back. When he, when he came back. Terrified me. Oh, how good was it? Though? Oh, mate. Mm. I always hated... When the, I hated Bruce when Wayne the, does. <laughs> <laughs> I always hated when the... um, What are those... Dementors. The Dementors. Dementors were sucking out... Suck at Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it out, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> they were the mentor. <laughs> Harry's in there like, this ain't that bad. Like, <laughs> Imagine if they came out now, like in present day, <sighs> Dementors would be that. W- oh, mm. <laughs> Alrighty. Wow. Suck out, Moving baby. on. Brock Russell, favourite Krispy Kreme donut? <laughs> Original glaze. Original glaze. glaze. Moving yeah. on. Don't be silly, bro. <laughs> Benny Pole, do you hang up your t-shirts or fold them in a drawer? Hang them up. Both. Every single I'm one. both. Every my, single my one. My best is hung shirts up. hang. Yep. My casual shirts fold. Yep. Everything hung up. Casey Vander, coffee orders. Is that please. because you don't have a tall boy? Sorry. Is that because you don't have a chest of drawers? No, no. It's just I changed it about three years ago. Everything's hung up, so I know where everything actually is. Well, what made you change? Um, is it in color coordination or coordination of how you wear them? No coordination is Hayden. He just puts them up there. Oh, I've got like segmented pretty clothes and <laughs> not pretty clothes. <laughs> pretty clothes. <laughs> Casey Vander, coffee orders, please. Long black, every time. What size? Large. Large, long. Large, long black. Yep. If it's hot, like as in hot weather, I'll get an ice long black. Mm-hmm. If it's cold, I would get a... Kobe? Hot chocolate. Large hot chocolate. 
I don't drink coffee. Neither do I. You guys both. I don't suck. like the taste. <laughs> you both. And it goes straight through me. Um, Kenny Morton says, uh, "Are Warner and Head in trouble for next few subcontinent tours? He would have played Agar instead of Head this week. We're getting to the cricket soon, but just an- let's just answer the question there. Who, who asked this question? Kenny. Well, the fact of the matter is, Warner's thirty six, and I don't know when. Like, we don't do a subcontinent tour every year, so <laughs> look, Warner might be in trouble. I think Head will be okay. Head, they'll both be fine. You can't play Agar for Head because Agar's obviously a guy who bats eight or nine. They'll be fine. Um, it's probably, let's be fair, Warner's never really done much overseas anyway. If Who's better than David Warner as an opener, Dylan? Uh, no one. Not Marcus Harris. So Bryce Street, boy. Yeah. Um, and then the final one of Renata Sout, um, my brother says... Which one? Matthew. Mm. Do you reckon Boogie, DeMarcus Cousins, could make an impact on a team like Orlando or the Pistons? If not, could he still be a an asset to a playoff team? This is a fucking <laughs> definite... This is a rogue question. Um, Detroit and Orlando wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. Well, that's what I said to him. I said, Orlando and Detroit are... I think he sort of just said what team... He's looked at it and gone, what, ty- what team ship... Who could so, use some help? So help whereas him, they need to rebuild. So on this, if and I, you know me, I hate hypotheticals. All right, but if Demarcus Cousins was randomly put on Detroit or Orlando, they would cut him instantly. Well, no, if they just played him and they played him thirty minutes, he'd fucking kill it. Yeah, obviously, right? obviously, that's, and that's what I said. But he would only play fucking forty. But they don't want to win. Right. Of course, that's right. So you does rather he, does he have a role? I think he's quite good at where he is at the moment in Denver. He's doing all right. Mm. Yeah. The only problem with Backing him is that Jokic. is that he, he apparently. So I haven't watched much of Boogie. He doesn't play much, but apparently his defense is horrid right yeah, now. Yeah, he's, he's so never compared, been great. So it's never been great, but he's always you know he's been Boogie. He can get the boards, block some shots, but apparently it's horrid. But yeah, absolutely, he's going to play. He probably will I play. Think, a, I honestly a role. reckon there's better there's better options out there from an impact standpoint because you're not Boogie's not that good of a shooter, right? There's guys out there who can rebound a bit better. There's guys who can defend a lot better than him, and there's guys who can block shots better than him. If you so, had told me seven years ago... Or it wouldn't even be a conversation to be a reserve. He'd be a bloody star. That I would rather Mason Plumley mm-hmm. than yeah. Boogie. I would have gone, ha, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd take Plumley. He I'd definitely Plumlee. still has a role, though. For yes. sure. Especially, and like he's, the role he's in right now is not bad. Yep. Alrighty, that's People's Voice for the week. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for coming through. Can I just say, again. thank you to the people. Yeah, yeah no, they yeah. did well this week. Massive comeback this week. Mm. Mm. Massive Kim. Massive Kim. Mm. Massive Kim. Alrighty, let's, let's get into... That's it. become so, a thing now, hasn't it? Hasn't it, yeah. Fantastic. So, let's get into the most recent news. Unbelievable way. Ash Barty has retired from tennis. She's retired from tennis. At the age of 25. At the age of 25. I actually thought she was older. No. Um, So, Hayden, you... You Did you watch the six-minute video? I did. So you can give us a little more light into the decision. Hayden's in mourning. Sorry? He's in mourning. Yeah, yeah. I'm all stunned. I think we all were, to be honest. Absolutely. Everyone. Yeah. Oh, um, I was kind of like... Eh. Immediate reactions? Jess? Immediate... I'm angry. Immediate, angry? Yep. Still angry? Still angry, yeah. Yep. I was like... Huh. I've got my... Uh, no, I've got my viewpoint on this and I'm pretty solid on that. I was like, huh. I know nearly... Good for her. I know nearly for certain you and I are going to disagree on this deal. Oh, I've already seen you... Yeah. Put in another chat, so we're so, definitely disagreeing. I think it's um, certain. Her, I mentioned this into our, one of our group chats that we had earlier today. I think it just epitomises the fact that 
not everyone is in sport fulfilled like a Rafa or a Nadal or a Novak. They don't want to be, you know, I guess sell their soul just to be deemed a great of a sport. Um, and Ash is a modern day athlete. Family means a lot. Um, she's always been a very homegrown, orientated person, strong family values. Don't think we can underestimate the impact that COVID and bubbles and situations like that, being isolated. Um, this is obviously had a massive impact on her mm. but she's quite clear she's she's mentally cooked physically cooked reckon she's given absolutely everything to the sport um said in the video as well that she was pretty much happy after the wimbledon um grand slam win and then obviously there was a little short-term goal for australia straight afterwards and that was pretty much her so she's extremely fulfilled with her career um and it's quite evident that she wants to be, I guess, wants to make her own life her own life, really, and doesn't want tennis to just dictate her and um, whether or not she's a fantastic person or not. So she's on to her next challenge, whatever that might be, and, geez, it'd be brilliant if she went to AFLW. It really would be. She could play footy as well, so that's just my little hope. But, mm. um, yeah, she's, she's hung up the, the racket, yep. and um, I, I think good on her. It's a different perspective of looking at it. Um, she's fulfilled with what she's achieved, and I think that's ultimately. It's someone what you who's want. playing their sport because they're good at it, not because. Yeah, I, I've heard the argument of, and do I know you'll go in a second? People, if they had her ability, they would like continue playing. Yeah. But I think, so my one I sort of draw on back in the nineties and even early two thousands, I honestly believe, like we all know Andre Agassi, mm. tennis great. If he played in modern day, and he said he hated. Tennis, absolutely hated it, but he played because he played. It wasn't really in the environment or the acceptance of, you know, hanging it up early. I honestly believe he would have hung it up and been fulfilled with whatever he had achieved at the age that he might have decided to retire. Mm. um, I think it's extremely humbling and eye-opening that there's more to life than just being a tennis player. Yeah. So in saying that, though... Winning millions of dollars playing tennis would be nice. Exactly. She's won her millions of dollars if she was getting paid pennies, you know, you can ask the question, would she give it up? Maybe not. But the fact is, tennis is one of the highest earning sports in the world. Mm, yep. um, and I think it's actually kudos to her that she feels fulfilled. She's happy. She's achieved what she's wanted to achieve and achieved goals in her life. And um, she wants to move on to the next stage. I really mm. do think she's going to go play footy. Yeah, I, I really do. The change to AFLW being starting in, well, starting in August, I think that's a realistic possibility. But I don't think we'll see her on the scene um, anytime soon in anything, to be honest. So, yep. Dylan, over to you, mate. Oh, look, I just, I think, I honestly think it's more of a disappointing day for Australian sport than mm. sad day. Because, um, yeah, just she, she had the chance. It was there. She yeah. could have been one of the greats. Um, look, some of her, you know, some of her stats, you know, weeks at number one and weeks. Um, you know, in the top this and top that and prize money. Look, she probably will go down as, you know, one of the one of the greats. But in terms of, you know, three grand slams, could have had ten. I just, you know I like honest, we're just complete opposites on that mm. one, Cole. Oh just yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because I'm the I'm the mentality of wild like where's the um What could have been? What could have been? Where's yeah. the Aussie Aussie grit yeah. to go out there and stick it to the rest of the world? Sure. You know, we got Places like the US that just dominate, 
year yeah. in year out like this is our chance to go out there and really just cement it be like nah we're, we're you know this is us yeah. and yeah just disappointing and like i don't want to like i don't want to get into this part of it too much but like what's that like what's it saying for women's tennis too that she's just mm-hmm. come in dominated and gone and said nah don't really want to do this anymore and if she does start flicking the sports around is that even you know could that possibly be more of an indictment you know, because it like how yeah, she's a good athlete, but the fact that she can just waltz into all these sports, it's like I don't really think that's a great look. I think it speaks more to the athlete that she is. Oh, I, I agree. Because she's good at cricket, wasn't she? Yeah, oh, I played WBL yeah, for the heat. So I think did, it's, did she win the title with the heat? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Pretty but sure. I think it's more of a. I think the conversation um, in five, ten years' time will change the tune on what an athlete is. So Ash Barty. You could argue if she goes and plays football and is a successful footballer, she'd mm. be one of the best athletes Australia's ever produced. Um, where at the moment we just speak about athletes in their one yeah. specific yeah. sport. So yeah. um, I don't necessarily think it's an indictment on female tennis. I mm. think it's a broader issue on what is, and we won't really know for a few years, but yeah. the real impact that COVID has had on these international sports people. Yeah. Like um, to see like Federer and all these greats pull out of tournaments based on bubble restrictions. Yeah. Um, and you know, for Ash, Ash is Ash is twenty five, and she's cooked, yeah. absolutely cooked. Yeah. So, I, I struggle to comprehend that the bubble and those situations internationally hasn't made an impact on her. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I think yeah, it's her career should be celebrated. The impact that she's had on female tennis in Australia, mm-hmm. I don't think there has been anyone like her. Period. Yeah. Period. Someone that's just. When you watched her and you watched her speak, it was, no, nah, nah, she's one of us. She's one of us. Not like Kyrgios, and we love Kyrgios, but Kyrgios is a bit of a bad boy, bit of a dickhead, bit of a I'm better than you sort of persona. Yeah. Ash is, you, you could have dinner with Ash and just talk about life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was an Australian um, sportswoman and she'd be dearly missed, but I really do think we'll see her very, very shortly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, anyone, then, anyone would think she's dead. That you, <laughs> a, she's dead, or you've had dinner with her like, this we week. We haven't seen someone, male or female, from an Australian perspective, dominate a sport for the period of time like as well as what Ash did. She dominated like that Australian Open yeah. and that Wimbledon. She could not be touched. So mm. that's you know, but not, it's a, it's also like even just the way we're like sort of talking about this now. There's like there's obviously a lot of celebration of the career, sure. But I just you know I, I can't help but think, and I know times have changed. You, a lot of the you know a lot of conversations you just have to sort of start with times have changed. But could you imagine if like right at the start of Novak, sorry, right at the start of Fed Nadal, mm. Fed got a couple up and was like mm, I'm fulfilled. Imagine the criticism he would have copped for for retiring. It's different different world. What do you though? Oh, absolutely! Could you imagine the up-and-coming star that's just created the rivalry with Nadal yeah. gets a couple up and then pulls the pin? We were, would have been absolutely smashed, mate. I think we can agree we were when those guys were coming through, and that's early two thousands. Yeah, like different really, twenty years ago. It's a from this perspective, from a holistic approach, we're probably in an immature society to see, think past the sport and the the livelihood and the well-being of people beyond the sport. Um, we're now in twenty twenty. Two, we're a lot more aware of things like that, and there's more to life than making money. Making money and playing sport. There's family. There's um, fulfillment, happiness, joy, and just because you're good at something doesn't mean you have to continue if it doesn't bring you the happiness and joy that you're after. So yes, credit sir. to her. Yep. Credit to her. Okay, moving on now. Buddy out. Cricket in. Woof. So Hayden. Yes. I have to say something. I don't. 
Don't say it very often to him. Mm-hmm. Hayden was right about something. <laughs> what? <gasps> Hayden was really? right about something. Again. Prob- I still disagree. Probably, <laughs> this probably would have been a conversation a solid 12 months ago, I reckon. Sure. The name was brought up, Mitchell Swepson. 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 And I might have even said, oh, why don't we give him a go? And Hayden, he, one of his first things that he said, uh, I remember this, Mitchell Swepson cannot bowl six balls on the same spot. Yep. Every single over of his, sorry, every single ball of his over, he will bowl at least one half tracker, yep. wide, yep. down leg. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you were fucking spot on. Yep. Mm-hmm. I could I couldn't believe what I'm saying. Yep. This is an international. You've been selected for Australia, and he could not land six balls in the same vicinity. So my one defence on Mitchell. All right. It's a rough start. Go watch Shane Warne's first five tests that he played for Australia. Hmm. It was the exact same. Yeah. So Warney, I think it was his first home test. Um, there'll be a few that probably correct me. Didn't he get f- bat like none for 190? Yeah, yeah, absolutely wallop, crazy. Yeah. At the MCG, maybe not 190. Else that would have been a record. But I think it was. I was up. Oh, there. you mean for the match or in an I innings? It was for the game. I okay, match would have been yeah. But he got absolutely walloped. He got smacked, um, and he ended up obviously being the arguably the greatest spinner of all time. Mm. For Schwebson, it's his second test, so we need to take a bit of a breather. He is our second best spinner in the country by a, a fair way. Anyone that thinks Ashton Agar is better than him in red ball cricket is wrong because he doesn't play red ball cricket, so we don't really know. Need to pervert, persevere with him. We've got India ahead, and essentially, it's on. he's going to bowl bad ball. You've got to accept that. The field needs to be set accordingly for those bad balls. And that's the thing. Like, it hurts has- when you've got Gary Lyon, who isn't, a bowler who takes over matches. No. If that makes sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. So there's more pressure. He'll take on over like one in 10 matches. Oh, but he's, he's, he takes wickets based off his control and Correct. the pressure that he builds, yeah. where Schwepson's more of a, a wicket taker. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and look, at yeah. the end of the day. He currently has a strike rate of 188, which is ridiculous. At, yeah. And like, that's the thing. At the end of the day, are you trying to. You're, you, Co- just for the listeners. Hey, hey, no, no, I knew that off the top of Kobe's my head. On, <laughs> for the listeners, Kobe has actually got out the laptop hmm. today. Yeah. So if he like, comes in with some stats and facts, but I, like I was saying, yep. it's a bloody tough wicket to come and make your debut on mm. because mm. who would everyone in their head would have been Pakistan, mm. Pakistan? Yeah. You'd get these, you're just going to jag them all, jag yeah. them all. And it has not turned a fucking bit, yep. except when Manus comes on and bowls some leggies that fucking turn, turn them on. Oh, absolutely, that was fucking unbelievable. And that was one of the like points where I was sitting there going, Manus is turning them more than Swebo. They, they are. So like, as much as the pitch is not, you know, it's a rough pitch to make your debut on as a leg spinner, Manus in that last over of the second test was fucking jagging them. Mm. So like, I'm talking about the cricket in general. Um, obviously, first test, absolute nightmare. Second test, bit of, mate, bit of stuff about it. There's a bit going on there. I love how it gets taken into the, late in the day. And credit Pakistan in the last test, they were fantastic to be able to bat out yep. that period of time. Yeah, Baba Azam, he was good. He was fantastic. Um, 196. One ninety six. Yeah, yep. yeah, and thirty six and one for seven as well. Oh, and shit. boys, I had a, I've got a bit of a criticism, and I made this a little while ago. Do yep. you? Do we remember pre Ashes? Thinking. You've just got your second phone out. I thought you yes, fucking watch, out. Oh, watch yeah. out. Shit. Yes, people have two phones. There's a third <laughs> one coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a pre-Ashes. I said, I'm roughly around the lines. I'm pretty sure that teams have figured out Steve Smith. Right. All right. And arguably, in a way... Stats, please. Minus Labashane. Okay. 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 When Steve Smith was dominating, everyone was trying to nick him off and bowl a little bit outside off and get him playing away from his body. And now teams are restricting him and making him... Bat slower, 
Yes. What Find point? his average for the series, please. Don't tell us. I'll tell you right series. now. Since yep. 2019 Ashes series, mm-hmm. Steve Smith has batted 16 times. Mm-hmm. He's made 100 Oops. and he's mm. averaging 40. Wow. All right. At a strike rate of about 38. What's his average for this series? His average for this series. Are you going to... Come on, mate. Let me get there. Hurry Who's up, Joe, on Joe Rogan? What's the guy's name on the... Jamie. On the, Jamie. 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 Come on, Jamie. Up. Pull that shit up, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's... Steve's one of the best batsmen in the world. He's going to be the quickest batsman to 8,000 runs in the history of the game, which is a fantastic achievement. Why but am I he... looking at the Super League? You might just need to look at the matches and then add them up and divide them. Oh, I'll, get there, I'll get there, I'll get there, I'll um, get there. Teams have figured out Steve Smith. All right, Nassim Shah, last um, innings, plum LBW, bottom straight at Steve Smith. If Steve Smith misses, it's LBW, and if he does hit it, it's going to the five or six fielders on the leg side. So, um, Smith has got to figure out another way to, to score his runs. Um, and Marnus Labashane, hey, he was averaging number one test batsman in the world. He was averaging 60 or whatever he was. Played two tests overseas deal. Remember we had this conversation? Yep. And he's scored two ducks on this tour. So so run out, one run made, out. Smith has made 59, 78, 72 in yep. three. Yep. So Wait, I don't has, know he the not, fourth one is. has he not got a... No, he won't. Pakistan. Uh, the fourth one, he we didn't bat twice. So there you yeah. go. So, so he hasn't gotten under 50? No. Nah. Are you sure there wasn't a 20 in there or a duck? Maybe. See if Kobe's right, but he's probably about right. But 50s, I love you, Steve. You play international cricket. You're one of the best batsmen in the world. You know what wins test matches overseas still? Hundreds. Hundreds. All right. When we've been competitive in India, which is like rarely, it's when Steve Smith makes hundreds. Yeah. So he needs to make hundreds for Australia to be in a position to... To win consistently. So for, for sure, the last test we had, Alex Carey made 90-odd. But we need Steve Smith standing up a lot more than um, what he currently is. And I know it's a lot to ask. And minus Labashane, don't run yourself out, mate. And don't nick off half volley's second, o- second mm. over of a fucking test match, bro. Yeah. All right? Come on. We need you boys to lift. Be handy. They need to win this test. And I don't think it's looking likely. No, it's not. It's day three. Day three. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Day three. And we are still in the first inning. So. Yeah. What a great load of test cricket we have had to watch. Exactly what I want to see as someone who doesn't like test cricket at all. I'm really excited to see Australia. Kobe. It'd be good. You're in. Come on. Tap me in. Right now. You're in. in. Tap you in. Literally started. Tap me in. I'm tapping. I'm tapping. Go. There we go. Bahrain, baby. Bahrain, baboo. What do we want? To, what do we want to talk about, Dylan? Congratulations, you jumped on a winning team straight up. I did. Hey, by, what did I say beforehand? Luck. What did I say beforehand? You took your time entering, mate. So I said, I jumped. I said Ferrari. Ferrari, 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 Ferrari. Forza, Forza, Forza. And well, they've taken the one, two in the first. Well, what race. did I say? Hot what take. They're winning the constructors. Hey, and I said for them to have a successful season, they need to finish in the top two because they're the biggest brand in the fucking sport, bro. Kobe, talk mm. us through the first race of the F1 season. For those well, who didn't watch, one, two for Ferrari, and then it was Mercedes. Both Red Bull drivers crashed. Well, sorry, they crashed. Sorry, they had engine problems. Although Sergio Perez did they did take crash. any points? They did take zero points. Wow, what a start! Christian Horner would have been mm. beside himself. Yeah, and then Pierre Gasly, also in a Red Bull engine, didn't finish the race because his fire, his engine caught on fire. Wow. Mm. However, this is the issue though: the last six cars to finish on the grid are all Mercedes cars. Aston As Martin, in like Williams, engine. McLaren—they are all Mercedes-powered cars. Ah, sure. So. Mercedes have not got their engine right at the moment, and that is clear to see by the fact that Mercedes were at least a second off the pace. Mm. But 
But and there's only Hamilton's a week. still snuck in for third. I don't think they're going to sort it out for at least six weeks. Yeah. For at least six races because it goes bang, 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 bang. They don't have any time. There's, there's a two-week block between Saudi Arabia and Melbourne. Yeah. Which and we, they, sh- they we, should, we should be at Melbourne. Yep. We should be yep. at Melbourne. And we're, well, there's a race this weekend coming up. That's Saudi Arabia. Yep. Which um, will be very interesting because it's only the second time we've ever been there and it is a very tough track. But, boys, what happened to McLaren? What, what did happen to McLaren? It's a very good point. Happened? They just have no pace at the moment. But, well, how, but, but Dylan made a very good I point. I made a good point air. pre-pod. Their testing in Barcelona three weeks ago was immaculate, Kobe. Ah, uh, see, testing. There's a lot of people doing a lot of different things, and they might have just got lucky getting out there at the right time. You reckon? And what you're yeah. saying now is that they got up there this time in an unlucky situation. Is that what you're essentially saying? I think so. I, I just don't think they have any pace, especially when they're surrounded by Aston Martin and Williams, who are both crap. I will admit as well, it was good seeing Daniel beat Lando. Yeah. <laughs> For once. Even yeah. if it was only by a couple spots and they both sucked, mm. I'm just what glad was, he sucked more. What was really good for me to see was Kevin Magnussen in a Haas yeah! fifth and Valtteri Bottas in a Alfa Romeo finishing sixth. Mate, I love that for Haas, Kevin Magnussen coming I in. I love it for both of them. So good, man. Yeah. That, like, actually gave it Gunter. Oh, it was so Valtteri would have got out of that car and said, I've just finished two places behind George Russell and I'm in an Alfa Romeo. Yeah. I'm a king. Yeah. Yeah. How much yeah. money do you reckon Valtteri would be on? Uh, about forty million. More than what it was at Mercedes. Probably, yeah. Because yeah, they would have had to lure uh, him away. I've, I'm saying this as well. Not quite a hot take, but it could be an unpopular opinion. I'll say it's an unpopular opinion. Go. I hate Max Verstappen. Yeah, you you're not. I alone. am. I am. A lot I of people am. Don't like him. I'm in the boat where I would rather Lewis win. Ooh. I'm going that far to that say it. That is a very empty boat. Because the reason, so from what I've seen in my short. Watching of you know you drive to survive and actual races right. Lewis is like a I I want to do whatever I want and I'm not going to take responsibility. So a crash happens, not my fault. I do something wrong. Why am I getting a penalty? Max is a fuckhead. <laughs> He's Max, a very aggressive driver. Max is a spoiled brat. Also mm-hmm. true. And I think I I think. I like Lewis more. I want Ferrari to absolutely dominate this year. So do I, boy. Because it's actually really hard not to like either Carlos Sainz or... It's Justin really hard Ray. not to like Ferrari in general. Yeah, correct. Yeah. You know who I miss? Bit of Mark Webber. Yeah. I just, also miss Mark Webber. Just give me I miss Daniel Ricciardo being good. A top 10 every finish. Yes. Yeah, like, he's just... Yeah, poor... He did, he did have um, COVID last week, though, so... And did you hear he made a comment about he if, like, he's ready to see the next Aussie come through and, mm. like, if he had would step down and stuff? The other the other thing that really surprised me was the Chinese driver, uh, Guan Yu Zhao, in an Alfa Romeo as well, scoring points in his first race. Yeah, mm. which is awesome. Which almost never happens. Didn't they... Don't they call him Joe? I don't know. I'm pretty sure there was something. No, there was something before the race about he they, spent he spent a lot of time in England. They right, want doing they his want karting, so he's he got doesn't very good English. he doesn't want people to get his name wrong. Sure. So he would rather be called, call him Joe. be called an Aussie version. Right. So I could be wrong, and I'm Joey. But it could apparently by all reports he's a great kid. So he's yeah. I would love to see Sonoda. Where did Mick Schumacher Sonoda is a little prick. Um, where did um Schumacher finish again? Oh, 11th. Yeah. But Haas is back. Yeah, Haas yeah, is yeah. going to be really good this year. And they've got their money and then They've dipped. also got Ferrari <laughs> engines. Yeah. Do they? And so do Alfa Romeo. Like, the, the cars that have got it right have got it right. Um, Mercedes, the only reason they finished up that high is because of the aerodynamics on their car, yeah. which is just unreal. So, And because Perez The next race is in Saudi Arabia. Out. It is a ridiculous track. Um, Hard, isn't it? Like, we saw it last year. There was just crashes all over the place. I would be surprised if we had 15 cars finish. 
Um, Surely they've made like changes to the course. Though, Apparently you not. It's Saudis. They do whatever they want. Mm, that's um, true. But I'm really excited to see what happens because if Red Bull don't get any points again, yeah, they're going to be in some strife. I think Mercedes will finish in the fifth and sixth range because Question. it is a very hard track. Three teams. Yep. We've just done. Try. We've done uh, buy, sell, hold, or what was it before? It was no, um, we, uh, start bench cut. Sorry. Yep. There's three teams here. I'm going to say. Yep. I want you to rank. He's going to say Red Bull, Ferrari, and Mercedes. No, 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 no. I want you to rank one, two, three. One being under the most pressure heading into Saudi Arabia. Yep. Three being the least. Red Bull, mm. Mercedes, mm. McLaren. Well, you would have to say Ooh. Red Bull are under the most pressure because they have a good car and they've got no points. They're 44 points behind Ferrari now. Mm. Honestly, and you know what? It annoys me. I think Mercedes are under the least pressure because they've come out and tried to yeah. save themselves by saying we're not Everyone ready. Everyone knows they don't have the tar- the. That's the right. But that's, come on, that's, boys, boys, give me one, two, three. All right, so on. one is Red Bull, two is McLaren, three is Mercedes. Kobe? Yeah. Same, same? I agree. I think McLaren, I think everyone knows that McLaren are going to struggle to get their shit sorted because they're, sure. they've got a Mercedes engine and they do look really slow. Sure. Sure. There you All go. All pressure's on the Red Bull because really with Mercedes where they are at the moment, they should be flying away with the constructors. Yep. And they have zero points and I would love to see them have zero points after this race too. Mm. There you go. Very good. Um, moving on. Another sport to cover. We won't Tap spend, me out. We won't spend, <laughs> yeah, we actually have to. Tap out. We won't spend too long on this one. However, there was a big... Deshaun Watson is traded to the yeah. Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Uh, three first-round picks, I believe. Three first-round yeah. picks. I was the newsbreaker here. You were three first-round picks. Um, extremely interesting. Extremely interesting. So they Baker now going? have... Who do they have, sorry, right now? The, who was the receiver? Um, Cooper? Amari Cooper? No. Yes, yeah, sorry, Amari Cooper. Cooper. Browns, so yeah. they've added a Amari Cooper from Dallas. They've added a Sean Watson who, it, when he's on, is a top ten. No, he's a top five. Top five. He's sorry, top yeah, five. I was going. Yeah. I thought I was going to get in trouble for saying that. <laughs> top five QB in the league. Um, look, I'm going to start with this. You hate Baker Mayfield. Yes. A lot of people say before to. Baker Mayfield. I did up that list of the worst franchises in the last ten years. Mm-hmm. Who was number one? Cleveland Browns. They've made the playoffs, what, 80% of the time he was been there? Look, I think he was a little hard done by. Yes, he wasn't good, but the fact of the matter is, without Cleveland Browns, they were the worst team ever. Sorry, without Baker, they were the worst team ever. With him, they had some form of success. Playoff, playoff wins. So, hey, I, I 100% agree he's not a very good QB. However, he gets a lot of flack for bringing a team that yep. was number one in our worst team yep. In the world rankings, yep. to the playoffs. It's I'm a, jumping in. I'm jumping in here. Sorry, one, I'll, I'll take for five seconds. Be quick. It's a shit franchise becoming impatient with being shit and not being able to get it done. He is not good. But Completely disagree strongly. So with both of us? No, no, no. Just with Kobe's point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so for anyone that knows their NFL and have watched some of the Browns, they were a run-first offense. All right, Dylan, you play gridiron. Oh, I do. How much? Two time. How? So I think the percentage on most Browns games, it was like 65-70% run pass. Mm. And that's an astronomical amount. And obviously Do you want Jamie to pull that shit up? No. Because oh. <laughs> I'm very sure it's like it started out 70-30 in some games. Like, sure, it might have been first half. It was like Because they had Nick Chubb. Yep, so they had really Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Really, really good, good running runners, backs. Yeah. Yep. And then I think second half, That was six in the NFL for run plays. Yep, there you go. absolutely. There you go. All right. I was quick. So yeah, I know what I'm doing. Really good. So, Dill, how much 
uh, skill does it take for a quarterback to give the ball to a running back? Zero. Just a little bit of a handoff. There you go, mate. You just give it, it to him. You just give him the ball. Maybe you might do a, yeah. um, a handoff. Or I might go this way. The <laughs> stats on, I think, uh, again, I don't have my laptop up here. Kobe might Shoot. be able to help. What are you uh, doing? I think the number's worth. Baker Mayfield threw over 25 passes a game. The Browns like lost. Yeah, more it, more often than what they... You know that that not. was the same stat for Dak, though. Yep, it was. Every time Dak went over like 350 pass yards, yep. they had a worse record. Yep, but the thing is with Dak, Dak's a lot more than just a guy who throws the ball. Yeah. He's got seriously good leadership qualities. What's that, Kobe? Go. 13 games where he threw over 25 passes. Yep. Guess how many they won? Two. Three. Three. Oh. Thank you. Good Cobb's on fire here. No, I don't need a laptop. He's mate. on fire, too. You're going well, Cobb. Oh, so, hot the fingers. Issue, so Baker's always been someone that causes more turmoil than not. Yeah. Right, so back in his college days, he, um, I'm pretty sure he pulled his pants down or he went, oh, sorry, he, he stuck the Oklahoma flag in the middle of another team. Which is fucking sick. Which you just Which can't. I love that shit. If Would you do that? Yeah. He, he also had another video where he ran away from the police, which Ooh, yeah. is not great as well. Ben and Cousins. then comes into Cleveland. Yeah, we've all been there. Has a really good, <laughs> has a really good first year. But ever since then, it was just, again... Like Lewis Hamilton, not my fault. This is not my fault. All right, I'm really injured. That's why I'm playing shit. He came out and he wrote a letter to the fans of Cleveland saying, guys, thank you so much. Went full heart out. Like genuine, you read it and you go, this guy's genuine. They're like, we love you, Bacon, no matter what happens. And then the next day later, he goes all out, starts abusing the front office, starts abusing the coach and staff, asked to get traded to Indianapolis. Indianapolis then traded for Matt Ryan from the Atlanta. Baker. He's old, isn't he? Yeah, oh, so Matt Ryan. old as the hills. Is he yeah. like 35? Yeah, yeah old as the hills. But Baker, you're not that good to demand a trade to where you want to go, bro. Mm. All right? So the fact that they've bought in Deshaun Watson, who has Yeah, I was going to say, this is meant to be a Deshaun Watson chat. Yeah, so he's he's had 20, he's got 20 civil cases um, yeah. hanging over <laughs> his head. Some, some serious allegations. It's a lot of cases. It's highly likely that he's going to get minimum six games suspension from the NFL. So he's going to miss. Baker's not going to be at the Browns anymore. Correct. That's but one right. thing on Baker, and sort of touched on before, yes, they were shit franchise and he came in, they started performing a lot better. They should have won the Super Bowl two years ago for the roster they had. And they didn't. Whoa. And they didn't because Baker was the quarterback. So plain Before we get back to Deshaun, yep. apparently the Seahawks are very interested in Baker. Yes, which so they, they are one of the worst offensive lines in the league. Can, can you go Cle- to this year's standings, please, quickly? So... They've got one of the worst offensive lines in the league, Seattle. Baker's going to be standing behind it. Baker can't run. Baker's not very very hard. Well, sorry, he doesn't have a very powerful arm. How He's going to struggle. He's going to struggle. How, right. many, how many games? Was it 18 this year or 17? 17. 17. All right, here we go. Go. If Baker Cleveland, goes to Seattle? No, no, no. This is to do with Deshaun. Sure. Yep. So Deshaun gets six games. Yep. The Browns are three and three or two and four after those six games. Yep. Mm-hmm. Once Deshaun comes back in week seven... Are they then a Super Bowl, Super Bowl no, contender? No, they're not because they've lost big weapons off the offensive line mm-hmm. as well, which is massive for them. Uh, Amari Cooper's not that good of a signing for them. Mm-hmm. He's almost washed. Wait, He's why would slow. he miss those games? Sus- uh, Suspension for civil suits. 20 cases? Like, 20 probably cases not good. Look for the so eight, six yeah. games. Yeah, we're, six, we're just yeah, minimum six. six. He just said six. Minimum six. Okay. Um, another thing as well, um, Jarvis Landry also got released to make way for Amari Cooper. This... The NFL, I'll just quickly jump in, Cobb, because you say that. I've never seen the, uh, a sporting code like sure. the NFL release players for fun. For fun. Yeah. Jarvis Landry, while 
oh, like while their injuries were happening last year, was like their number one receiver. Yep. Leonard Fournette, who's now won a Super Bowl with Tampa, with Tampa and just got re-signed for eleven million guaranteed, which is yep. a lot for a running back, mm. was his second overall. Sorry, the fourth overall pick at Jacksonville. Three years into his career, waived. Yep. Not even traded. Waived. I've never seen anything like so it. The thing is, teams are very smart. They understand that they're not going to get be able to trade these players away. Sure. So to release their salary, they need to waive them. Oh. So, um, yeah. So it's pretty much like the Browns. Good luck to them. But it's very noisy room oh. with Deshaun in there. So speaking oh. speaking of trading, so we're going to go two more two more things that happen. There's probably a lot that we missed, but two more because we're on. You know, like I said, we're going through 15 sports today. Devontae Adams, one yes. of the best, if not the best. He is the best. Wide receiver in the game. Yep. Got traded for one first-round pick and a second-round pick to the Raiders. Yep. Mm-hmm. What the hell happened here? So strongly rumoured that... They said, fuck you, or he Devontae said... Devontae Adams was not happy in Green Bay for yep. two years. Yep. Wasn't happy at all. Um, wanted to go out, get out last year. The trade wasn't able to work. That trade's been able to work this time around. So he goes to the Raiders, and that division is absolutely stacked now that the Raiders are in. Raiders, Broncos, Kansas City, and the Chargers. Absolutely stacked. But the big thing is, is that when Devontae went to the Raiders, he wrote a letter to, or a little Instagram post to Green Bay. (coughs) Dylan, Devontae thanked the Green Bay's Mm organisation, the fans of Green Bay, Mm -hmm. all the volunteers, Mm -hmm. every Dick and Harry, Mm -hmm. bar someone. Bar the $150 million man. Aaron Rodgers yep. was not mentioned in the letter. Aaron Rodgers, greatest quarterback going around, some may say, wasn't even thanked by his number one receiver, of which Aaron only trusted one person in the wide receiver group at Green yeah, Bay. And it was that. And it was Devontae. So for Devontae not to thank Aaron Rodgers, yep. that's the real story. In it. I, and I, I just honestly, I don't know how they didn't get more than one first round pick. Sure. That's like, that's, that is absurd to me. Like, we just talked about some of the decisions they make, but like, to Sean. And I'll, I'll include this because it's relevant. Deshaun, who currently has 20 civil cases hanging over his head, got traded for three firsts and two seconds. Now, I completely understand. I play the game. Your Q back at QB is more important than your number one wide receiver. Yeah. However, Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver sure. in the game. Sure. Okay. So, one first round pick. Ra- Raiders have got a steal. Oh, yeah. Only thing is Raiders twenty eight million dollar cap hit now yep. against them um, bringing in Devontae. So, but hey, good on them. What's your what's your next trade? Uh, no trade. We'll just just Rogers ah, and Rogers. The last one, Russell Wilson to the Broncos. Correct. Yes, yep, that was one as well. Yep. That's changed. Arguably changed the NFL. Matt Ryan going to the Indianapolis. We touched on yeah, that. Do you think? Well. Do you think Denver will be any good now? Oh, 100%. They're, they're almost Super Bowl worthy now. So the only thing against them, you've got Seattle and you've got the Chargers in that division Correct. along with the Raiders. So that, yep. that division... No, you don't have Seattle. Sorry, I meant um, you've got Raiders... Kansas. Raiders, Kansas, Chargers, Chargers and... Broncos. Broncos. It's quite possible all four make playoffs. Yeah, they should win it's so quite, They're games. so good. Um, but obviously only one goes through as the winner of the division. So yep. Yep. it'd be interesting to see... Um, I reckon it's an upgrade for Indianapolis as well, signing Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz is a bit reckless. Wentz obviously going to the Washington Commanders. Yes, name um, change. And it's still shocking. Yeah, I'd rather just Washington football team, to be honest. But um, well, The Admirals. Yeah, the Admirals wouldn't be too bad. But hey, fair bit of NFL there. Yep. A lot going on in that space. Yes, it is. All right, now let's finally get to what, what we all here are here for. The, it was good. The footy was back. It was good. And boy, oh boy... <laughs> 
it did not take long for us to get a headline. Yep. And this just shows how long it's been between pods. You know, it was a week ago today that Bevo had his meltdown. Yeah. Mm. It was Probably a week his, ago yeah. today. Yep. Ending careers. Literally. Well, he didn't end it. He didn't. Um, it's conspiracy theory. Tom Morris. Oh my goodness. <laughs> how how that comes out the day after that happened? It's like there's hmm. not a better example of someone blowing their own career straight out the door. Yeah. You reckon? Bevo. No, Tom, no Morris. Tom Morris. Oh, Tom Morris. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. just dumb. Mm. Dumb, right, dumb. We won't dumb. spend too long on it because there are fresher things, and yeah. everyone might. Oh, we're just everyone sorry. has their opinion on the matter. Yeah, just is a quick one. What What was our thoughts on the press conference? I will admit, I'm going to admit this. When it first happened, all I was seeing was cut versions of him going mm. off. The entirety of that was not as bad as I thought it was. Agreed. Still wasn't great, yep. but the point was he, he attacked Tom, then had a good patch here talking about mental you know, well-being at the club, went back at Tom, spoke about how good other yep. reporters are, and went back at Tom. It wasn't actually just two minutes of you're a fuckhead. Yep. Yep. So I didn't think it was that bad in the end. Still not great. Still, you know, you've got to say sorry. But The, hey. whole, the whole thing was, and it was Beveridge's big, um, I guess, spiel was... Tom Morris found out that Lockie Hunter wasn't playing mm-hmm. and he didn't give the Bulldogs a heads up. He that he was going to break the story. he's going to break the story. He's just gone straight away. And, and apparently that's the, you know, that's the courtesy thing to that's do. That's how. Do. Did you that's know how, that? Sorry? Did you know that that was a thing? I, no, I had, it's, it's I, etiquette. It's I, yeah, etiquette. I had like a, I think I've heard of it before. Yep. It's just pretty much, I'm going to tell you so that we don't break this, yep. you know, so that you don't get bevoed. There's two parties involved. The one, like obviously the team and then you've got the reporter. But the one thing that has happened, and it's burned journalists in the past, is if they go and say, for example, if Tom Morris went to the Bulldogs and said, you know, Lockie, I found out Lockie Hunter's not playing, they, I'm going to break this. They do it first. Then, yeah, then the dogs or the, the organisation do it first and therefore there's yeah, no story yeah. to break. So that happens from time to time. But, hey, it's, at the end of the day, Beveridge didn't paint himself in a very, very good light. No, he didn't. Um, no, absolutely not. He's, and the great thing... There's probably a better way to go about it. There's a better way to go about it, 100%. Um, and it wasn't the forum either. So, um, yeah, he got caught up in his emotions. He's acceptable. I, I like him more. I like him more now. You can see how, as a play, as a Bulldogs player, how motivated would you be to play for him? Because he pretty much went in as the face of the Bulldogs and said, yeah. this is not right. You're attacking us, hmm. rightly or wrongly. Well, the same thing said. happened in the grand final with Joe Anderson. Yeah, yeah so, 100%, 100%. And Tom Morris just happens to go for Melbourne. Yeah. So that makes so it a little bit. My my one thing on that was every single journal has a team they support. Yeah. So it's, yeah, that's false yeah. in regards to that being a, a matter. Um, we'll move on. One thing I will say, though, out of the Bulldogs game, and I actually wrote this down straight when I said sure. it. Christian Petrarch absolutely laced, laced out Ben Brown, I yep. think it was. And he gave like a little like, I don't know what he did. He like, it wasn't, you know, like a bow and arrow, but he gave like a little like shooter to that. Yeah. I want to see more of that. Sure. If midfielders lace out their key forwards, I want to see some form of like. You want to see. Some, you want to see some expression. I, yeah. I want to see yeah. more Christian Petrarch. Especially, in general. especially because if you like those ones where it's f- laced out, like I want to see the bow and arrow come out and you hit that bow and arrow. Yeah, you just sure. laced out. You, but that's just me. Yeah. Nah, that's right. shit. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, going forward, Carlton, good win. Strong yep. win. Great Carlton, win. Strong win. They look, look good. good. Terra out. Yep. With Protocols. Walsh in. Walsh in. Boys, non-vid. I'm mm. strong on not making overreactions here, but make one. That <laughs> that last quarter. I give you, I give you the time. That last quarter that Carlton played was 
utter domination, and we haven't seen something like that for a long time. And that's from that's, them or in general. In general, and that is including the you know the late third quarter staunch from Melbourne in the grand final. Whoa! So if you yeah, look, it's a bit. It's we're talking about a club here. It's a bit wild. So we're talking about a club here who has had no hope for the last few years in their first game on a game they haven't won in eight, well, shit, sorry, ten years. No one on the Carlton team had beaten Richmond before, mm. right? So you can imagine the fan base was close game and all that. And for Vossi, rumoured to have said at three-quarter time, he said to the mids, boys, I need you guys to lift. I need you to start dominating around clearance. It's exactly what they did. So I think it was a coming-of-age game, which is why I think it's so impactful for Carlton. Um, and the great thing in how they play, it's going to be very, very consistent week in, week out which is what Voss obviously wants. So obviously I've compared it to the to the Melbourne, you know, minute staunch that happened in, late in the third quarter. I think it's of a similar vein. It's football's turning into a very much a clearance territory game. And if it stays that way, I'd like to see someone tell me that Carlton won't make the top eight. Mm. I think after that game, I think it'll be very hard to see them not make the top eight. Oh, they're pretty strong behind the footy. Injuries may derail them and that will be it. Yep. Um, they've got... Big boys that go through that midfield. Um, you've got a stopper in there in George Hewitt. Um, key forwards galore with Harry Mackay. It's, yeah, it's massive. So good luck to Carlton this year. I reckon top eight for them for sure. Yep. Uh, next, Hot Pies. Dacos. Look very pies. nice. Good style footy, wasn't it? That, it was good to watch. Pies, I think the story pies. more so is St Kilda. Yeah, Where are they yeah. at? Uh, no, they need a win this week. No, we're good. And I yep. really hope it doesn't come, but they really do need a yeah, win this week. Are they playing for Yep. You know who the biggest disappointment was? Oh, sorry, Dill, you're going to keep going here. I know I'm going to jump the gun. The Bombers, mate. Yeah, well, that's the next one. Yeah. Sorry, Cody Hipper, we're not talking much about them hot pies. They're cold now. Um, um, that was... Yeah, for a team that entered my top eight, I am not confident with them entering my top eight. They did not. They looked yeah, all at sea. But it's quite funny. I actually laugh a bit. A lot of people are saying how bad Essendon played, but fuck, Geelong played well. Geelong did Geelong, play really well. Geelong have changed their game style. If you sit there and they watch it, they it. picked Essendon apart like yep. it was nothing. Yep. And really, who were Essendon missing? Stringer? Stringer and Langford went down early. Might have hurt some rotations, but not nothing. Harry Jones, big. maybe, if you really want to get stuck oh, in it. They yeah. were torn apart. Yep. Um, Especially up. at the stoppages as well. And you look at Essendon's yeah. midfield. Bashed up around the footy. But the thing is, is that with the Cats, they weren't chip marking across the back half anymore. They weren't wasting time with ball in hand. They were moving it quick and lethally. And far lip, mate, they, um, they're they going to be top four. Yeah, they're, they're looks like be, it. Mate, they do. And you can't, you can't go past this game without mentioning Nick Martin. What a debut. What a <laughs> debut. What a debut. Yeah. Um, Fantastic story. Just, just looked, he looked 27 disposals, comf- five goals. Yeah, 20, 27, five goals. Looked comfortable. Look, some of his goals were junk, but hey, junk's junk. Goal's a goal. Um, and it wasn't like he just did it in junk time. He, yeah, yeah. His, his disposals were constantly going throughout the game. 130 fantasy points if you started him on the field. Yeah, It's, a, it's a little thing, and I know we'll go through most of the games, but to see Jack Hayes on Friday night for St Kilda perform really, really well. Nick Martin, Nick Dacos play really well. Rochelle. Rochelle, all the first game is to go in there and have a real dip. The SPP, got two players that we've just mentioned before come out of that. Oh, hopefully you see a lot of AFL teams give guys more of a chance yep. later on in their careers. Um, are there any specific other matches that we wanted to get into before we get into some tribunal stuff? How's your heart, Kobe? How's your heart, mate? With... With five minutes left, I just sat there. I was like, it's going to be another year. 
of this. Yep. It's going to be another year of injuries and missing goals and missing chances that we, to put the game away early. Yeah. Like, you kick straight and that game is dead Done. at half time. We yep. would have been seven, eight goals up. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's facts. Heath Chapman deserves to be knighted. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the greatest spoilers of all time. It is. It is. To have the brains to keep it in. Yep. Did he say that he, like, he meant it, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, was that like just uh, I've just punched yeah. it and it's gone that way? Second or? year player, how good. Mm. They love that shit, eh? And then we play St Kilda this week, and if we want to be a serious team, we'll come out and flog the St Kilda. You at yeah. home? You are at home. And you apparently have, yeah. Darcy and Fife are both playing. Yep. Oh, he's Fife playing. Okay. I heard he might not be yep. playing, but that's good. So massive that you guys were able to pull that off without Fife and Darcy. Yeah, win away from home with the, without those two is yeah, good in big. anyone's books. Um, but Dill, West Adelaide Coast. didn't look, look terrible um, either. Mm. They've, they, did, they did me. They lured me into a false sense of hope. Sure. Before the game, I thought, you know what, we're going to come out, we're going to have a crack, as you would, and just didn't have it late. Um, and it's frustrating because like we're, we still don't know what this season is going to bring for us, but getting this win and then the names that are meant to be coming back over the next couple mm. of weeks, this win against Gold Coast would have just been that cherry on top with the additions. Sure. Um, but, yeah, Gold Coast just overran us in the last – Inexperience showed and we just weren't good enough. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. I think um, my, my struggling thing is is that so we're playing Gold Coast and we're playing North. Yep. I could honestly see North beating us this week. Oh, of course. Wholeheartedly. Of course you could. I so, tipped Gold Coast. They were good for three quarters against Hawthorne. Yeah. Oh, they were North, yeah. Um, scrappy old game, but they, Very, they gave it a crack. But still. Um, they've got more... Like The thing with West Coast is the thing that really annoyed me, our boys gave a massive crack. They really did give it a crack. We'll just blow on, blow on cattle, and we got beaten up around the footy by Raoul Anderson. Yep. Took me like Raoul looked good. Yeah, you know, fantastic. you're not allowed to say good things about him. He's our boy. Yep. All right, no drama. Better than Joel Selwood. Raoul Low, the Raoul Low. Yes, <laughs> but that's horrible. Our game style did not change, and it is very evident that if yep. you want to be a top top side, we're talking your Bulldogs, Melbourne, Brisbane. You know, you can even bloody chuck in Carlton. I right? will say one thing. The one you have thing to play that contested like, footy. One thing that looked like it did change from an Eagles point of view, their pressure. And I kind of almost think pressure that was just ball. because of the young kids. First, and this mm. is what I said, first three, Kelly, quor- yeah. first three quarters. Yeah. yeah. First three quarters. And then I, obviously they died in the ass, but that's all right. Yeah. But it was more the... We all the, die in the ass sometimes. Mm. Our method ball movement was a bit... No, oh, it didn't really sell me. I did say, though, adding that many young players in, who really, oh. who really knows if it did change it, but it was, yeah. We, the fact we're up by 18 points halfway through the second yeah, was I something know. to be commended. No, yeah, I know, right. So I um, oh, gave it a dip. That's all you can really ask for. But, um, yeah, over East, and obviously we don't know who's exactly coming back in. Tim Kelly, I think, is coming back in this week, Well, there was a few. There was Liam Ryan should be back, too. Yeah. yeah. Witherden will be back. Not that yeah. I think he, he fucking, yeah. <laughs> But it'll be interesting. Not really make so much of a difference still. Uh, oh, he will because of who will come out. Yeah, you know. It should be Brady Hoff, I'd think. Or, yeah. you know, or even if you just flick, flick things uh-huh. around and take out Hugh Dixon and, you know, who The knows? one thing I will say about Frio, glass half full approach here. If you want to be a serious side, you win games when you don't play well. And Fremantle didn't play well overall. I mean, really, st- it was only one quarter. Yeah, but you still came away off the chocolates. Yep. So, holds you in good stead going forward. Yep, and... So we're going to finish on this with the footy. Two decisions were made. Willie Rioli's yep. front on contact. He initially got a week, got overturned. He's free to play. Mitch Robinson's bump. 
Kobe's found something funny happens. Uh, Nick Martin has entered AFL's health, pro- oh. health and safety protocols and we'll miss Saturday's clash with Brisbane. You're kidding. <laughs> has he really? <laughs> you're kidding. <laughs> that chucks fantasy out the window, doesn't so it? So there you go. Um, anyway, so yeah, so, and then Mitch Robinson got a week. They tried to fight it and he ended up losing and it stays at a week. Let's start with Robbo. What are our thoughts on I that, I think fellas? this one's pretty clear cut. Could even be more weeks, to be honest. Really? Yeah. I think I was... There's a player bending over the bowl. Mm. It's been a rule forever. Robbo's just... Robbo. Just does Robbo things. Hang on, I'm just... I just want to... I want to look at it again. You guys talk while I quickly find it to look at it again. I think the Willy one's harder. I need to watch it again too here, Dil. So once you watch it, I'll watch it back. 14 second ad. Fuck, we don't have time for this. (laughs) We're doing a podcast. The the Willy one's harder because it's harder to draw the line between a marking contest and him leaving his feet and losing side of the ball. We're doing a podcast. There's already 55. What's an ad for? Um, Uh, Sports sports bet. That's okay. Flogs. Here we go. We got a little bit of background. Oh, good angle to start. So... And then Darcy Byrne Jones wants a piece. So who um who did he get yeah. in the end? Dersma and fucked him up too. Yeah. So Dersma missed. He's he now missed the rest of the game. Missed the rest of the game. I don't know if game. he's not playing this week though. I think he isn't. I don't. Think oh he no, is. I've done it. I've done it to his boys. So I think it's quite evident. Here we go. Let's look at this. Comes in. Yeah. Tries to turn out of it. He's well. You can argue in that as well. Whether he's gone to bump. He has well. gone to bump and then realised bad bump, bad bump, bad idea. Trying to protect himself. Yeah. Just stop um, and try and tackle him. Sure. We've been in that situation. Yeah, and the hard thing is as well, Dersmer actually got injured. He didn't play for the rest of the game, and that definitely goes in. If if Matt Rowell, and we'll get to Willie in a second, if Matt Rowell did not play the rest of that that game, Willie definitely gets weak. Well, this is the thing. A lot of people are saying it should be on action, not outcome. Agreed. Well, that's what we've been saying for the last 20 years. Well, not 20 years. It hasn't been, you know. Certainly on this podcast the last two years. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I thought Mitch might have been a little bit, you know, Hard done by. But Willie, here's my first question straight off the bat. Did he hit round the head? Well, yeah, yeah technically. But did you watch it? Did he hit his body first? Did he hit chest first and then moved up to the head? Well, he kind of hit him in the chest because Rao was like this. Yeah, correct. I think the qu- bigger question is, and it's been something I've been preaching for a while, regardless of what you do, regardless of the action that you undertake, mm-hmm. if you touch the head meaningfully or even not, mm-hmm. You're in trouble, and you should be. You should. That should be an automatic two weeks for me. You touch the head, and yeah. he oh. also left his feet. But that's yeah. where I kind of bring up when you watch it in real time. It looks like he's going for a mark. For sure, yeah. It does. And if he had marked it, it would have been. Yeah. That's a Nick good Rewell. mark. It would have been Nick that's Rewell. a great mark. Yeah. Um, but the thing was, he like we we don't want to get too like messed up here. Really was going for the mark. Sure. But decided. It's within Willie, the five foot nine hairy guy, to yeah. pull out the to pull out of the attempt of getting the mark. Don't don't get me wrong. If there's if there is connection to the head, I hundred percent agree. Week mm. should have been yep done. If the findings were that there was no hit to the head, then I think it's fair game. It's a hard one. Like obviously, Raoul. Like most players struggle to get up from that. Oh, he, but he's Rao a, is he's a bugger. Rao is a bull. He's he is a, a bull. Yeah. So this it's, is why I thought he was. I thought he might have been done after. Yeah. That. Like it's this, tough as well because it takes away from the fact that Willie played a pretty good game in the midfield. Sure. Yeah, he did. But like with the whole action, it's okay. So for example, if it was Brandon Ellis under that instead of he's dead. Matt Rao. Yeah, he's probably not playing the rest of the game, and therefore Willie gets weeks because it's you know the result. Mm. So, no, nah, it needs to be the action. So. 
It's a hard one because it was deemed a bit of a footballing act, you could argue. Um, it is a tricky one, but if you make contact with the head, it's yeah, I, I agree. If it's yeah. if you make contact with the head, it's game over. But then also, like you talk about the the sort of action, not the thing. We've come out. The, sorry, the AFL's come out and said the action of a sling tackle is weeks. Mm. Okay, so I don't know. Come out and say the action of leaving your feet and making front on contact is automatic weeks, no matter what. Just clarity. You might have clarity. To. Just clarity. You might have to do that. Yeah. Because like make we it said, easy for us simpletons to understand. Yeah. The AFL were very, very angry. And people, that, and also though, people that think that Willie went in and people that think that's a thug act. No. Grow no, up. No. You, you need it. Kobe, non-West Coast supporter, was that a thug? Thug act. No, as I said, if you watch it in real time, it looks like he's going for a mark. Yes. Yeah. I was there live at the game, and it looked like, you know, didn't look great, but it didn't look malicious. Also. Little man got high. Yeah, got hops. Got hops. <laughs> he, he can jump. He, he can high. jump. He can jump. Um, yeah, just be interesting to see where they play him for the rest of the year. I reckon he was. You saw him and Jermaine Jones play on ball affair. Jermaine he Jones was also well. very good. Yep. So, alrighty. So that caps off our footy content. Long pod. Long pod. Long well, pod. Hour and five. Yep. Not could be worse. Sure. Think about could it. We worse. have spoken about six sports. If we had to let Cobb go on about each game, I reckon we would One, be at two, two yeah, three, mm. four, five. About to be the sixth sport. Right. Another hear. sport. What's left? Bocce? A version. I lied about the basketball. All I want to say oh. about all I want to say is our listeners, football's back. Yeah. So send in your questions. Correct. Go game on game, the whatever you want. Good too. Yeah. Chuck him in, mate. Okay. Let's go. Last one before the quiz. Build a player. NBA. Okay. Okay. First one, quite easy. Shooting. I will have to show you the graphic that I tried to do for um Tried. The, the I'm glad player. you tried. It's Kevin tough. Durant, Kevin Durant, no doubt. Stephen Curry? Nope. Kevin Durant can shoot over anyone. Yeah, so but if, I, you give, if you give Steph Curry Kevin Durant's height, he's also shooting over what's everyone. What's Kevin Durant's best trait? He's shooting. Mm. What's, what's Steph Curry's, Curry's best trait? Ah. What are you doing, you goose? I'm Curry. He shoots over everyone because he's seven <laughs> foot. Not because he's a good shooter. He's a good shooter. He is a good shooter, but he doesn't shoot over everyone because he's a good okay, shooter. Okay, Thank okay. you. You Thank can you. understand where I'm coming from, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, re- <laughs> rebounding. Rebounding. Um, is this current players? Yeah, current has to be current. Hmm. I would have said Dennis Rodman. I'd say, otherwise. oh, it's hard. I was going to say Joel Embiid. I think, I, think it's Joel, I think it's Joel Embiid or Young. Or Gobert. Gobert. Or no, we need block shots. Hmm. Rebounds. Who's good at rebounding because they're good at rebounding, not just because they're tall? Dennis Rodman. That is a good question. Mm. Draymond Green. No, he's more playmaking. Hmm. Fucking rebounds. Do we really, really think about this? Do we want Who's to a rebounding with? guard? No. Josh Hart? No, I want... Do we want to go Andre Drummond? He's, he was rebounding, like, league. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he's, he's finished now. Clint Capella. Yeah, all right. Clint Capella. Oh, wow. That. That's not going to make it hard at all. <laughs> Passing. Oh. oh. Who's best? Chris Paul. Chris Paul? Uh, Chris. You, need, you need some leadership, I want though. some flash. Lamello? No. Turnovers. I'm thinking of someone. <sighs> Who are you thinking, then? Go. Who do you think with that face? Oh, Luka. Doncic. Passing. Yeah, because he's got the ball 99% of the time. He has to. It's 36%. He loves drive. a good... I'd he say Luka. He loves a good get it to here. And then pass. And then pass. Yep. Let's go Luka then. Without so, even looking. Yep. Athleticism. Mm, Zach Levine. Ooh. Ooh. That's a good one. Now, define athleticism. I'm full of good all, calls are also, here. Are we also talking like... So, like no, because, because... Physicality? Derek no. Jones Jr.? I was going to okay. say LeBron. I was going to say LeBron. What about Zion? Zion? No, he, he dead, mate. No, but he alive. 
No, no, no. He's, he's current player. He did. Did you see what he posted on Instagram today? If yeah, we're going to say, if we're going to say Zion athleticism, he hasn't played all year because of his athleticism. You're thinking too much into it. No, I'm not. You are. You are. He hasn't. You Boys, know. He's, you know why he hasn't his played? Foot's broken, he mate. hasn't played because he's been having too much Louisiana crawfish. That's why he's not playing. <laughs> why? Why can't we have LeBron James as athleticism? Because we need him for something else. What IQ? IQ. No, I was going. No, that's Chris Paul for me. No, it's LeBron James. It's LeBron. I want. I want a two hundred and forty six foot eight athletic monster like LeBron James who runs up and down the court and has the IQ of Chris Paul. Well, and I want right, Zach Levine who well, dunked it through his legs from no, the free throw line. There's also a man from Greece known as the Freak. Athleticism. He, he's free throws. He can do free throws for us. Definitely not. <laughs> that's in shooting anyway. Curry ninety thousand yeah, percent, mate. Athleticism. We're missing a beat here, boys. Needs Who are we going? LeBron. Needs to be LeBron. It can't be LeBron. Why can't it be LeBron? Because, yes, for his size, but in terms of pound for pound... Block by James! In terms of pound for pound... <laughs> athleticism. I can name almost, we, almost every NBA player would be able to Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. What? What? Yeah. What? Every NBA player in would be able moment, to do a chase down block. In that moment. Oh, we're not talking about the moment. What the fucking moment, here go, here bro? Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> That's IQ. We're thinking size. We're thinking size. Let's get size down. Jar. Done. Yeah, good call. Thank you. <laughs> strength. Ooh, strength. Joel. Surely. Yeah, it has to be Joel. Mm. Yep, Embiid. Mm. Handles. I think we should do one all time. Kyrie. While Kyrie. I've here. already written him down. While we're sitting here, I think we should do all time. Not right now. No, not right Michael now. Got, Jordan, Michael we... Jordan, Michael Jordan, Michael <laughs> Jordan. Finishing. Jordan. At the rim? Yep. Giannis. Yeah, Giannis. I Giannis. like that as well. We haven't used him yet. And we are, fin- we are finishing up with this one. Current players right now, signature move. Signature move. So what signature move is this absolute monstrosity of a player? Kareem. Kareem. Sorry? Kareem. Current players? Yeah, I'm pulling the piss, mate. What was his signature move? Skyhook, mate. Hmm. Don't test me. Signature move. Signature move. Is Jamal Crawford still counted? No. No, he's out of the league. Jay Crossover? No. Uh, Well, Chris Paul's got the Um, through the legs. Could I argue... James Harden step back. I was going to say James Harden step back. Mm. It doesn't necessarily. I just do- don't want him on there. Neither oh, do I. Could I go? I was thinking Kevin Durant post up, like fade away from the post. He doesn't fucking miss that shot, mate. Or Chris Paul mid range. I saw a stat today. We're moving away slightly, but Michael Jordan at forty years of age has a better field goal percentage on fadeaways, heavily contested fadeaways, than LeBron does currently at the free throw line. All right. What? No, I don't think that was. I don't think that was real. That's Dude, that real. was seventy percent on fadeaways. Seventy. Yeah. yeah. That's Michael right. Jordan. I think it's a crime to not have this guy in here. Sure. It might not be a signature move, but we're putting in the Durant pull up. Yeah, Durant pull up. Yep. Yep. Alrighty. Pull up from three. With and then we got IQ. Who's IQ? IQ was LeBron. We, so you're trying to tell me we don't have Chris Paul win this? No. Because oh Irving took handles. Can we so, go leadership? Can we put leadership in there? Oh, for Chris Paul. Chris leadership. Paul. Leadership. He Chris has Paul. He, Chris Paul. He's given up more 3-1 leads in the whole thing. Leadership. No, 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 what are you no. talking about? Chris Paul. So we are going Curry shooting, <laughs> Capella rebounding. Actually, can we turn Capella into Jokic rebounding? Oh, yeah. Now that we don't have Jokic. Can we please not put Capella at all? That's why we're putting Jokic. Think of rebounding else. Jokic, passing Luka, athleticism jar, strength MB, handles Irving, finishing Giannis, IQ LeBron, and your signature move, this person is doing a Kevin Durant pull-up jumper. And overall, that makes my my player on 2K. Yes. Yes. And Chris Paul's apparently for leadership, but he keeps yep. blowing 3-1. Mm. Leads. Okay, let's go. So I've changed it up a little bit, gentlemen. Quiz. Quiz is here. I've got the sack again. Quiz is, I've now been sacked four times. Quiz is here. It is a mixture. 
We used to do Have You Been Paying Attention? We used to do Family Feud. I've mixed it together. So some of these are going to be over the week events. One of them is so far this year, but the others are to do with the most recent weeks. What is it called? Have you been paying attention to this week's Family Feud? Has the family been paying attention? Oh. Oh. Paper, scissors, rock. Who's going first? Paper, scissors, rock. Sorry. (laughs) He just sucked the finger up. Paper, scissors, rock. Do you want to go first or second? Second. Go, uh, so you have to leave. Fuck off, chum. Oh. Go outside with your cat. I'll be out of here, everything. Yeah, he Go to your room and put your... La, 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 la. No, he won't do that. He won't do that. <clears throat> Don't cheat. I'm not cheating. We have to be really quiet. Pussy old. I'll close the door. Yeah, really? Oh, that's going to really? fucking help, isn't it? Really? Cat, go for oh, your owner. Can't close this door. Oh... <laughs> Have you got like a, a fan on in there or something? You know what he should have done? Taking his phone in there and played music. Yeah, totally. No, 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 too late now. <sighs> Hayden. Yes. Oh, Five just, questions. This is hard. You know I struggle with this. Like, it's not that hard. Just okay. be good. Didn't I say like Darren Glass? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Outside of the top five. <clears throat> so bear with me. Set it out for me again. Yep. This so, is all time. What? What's the topic? I forgot. Recent sporting events. Okay, sure. Let's go. Come on. So remember, Recent there are 10 events. answers. Yep. Whichever you give me, you get that in. Yeah, okay. yeah. Outside of the top five, okay. which F1 driver finished the highest in Bahrain? Outside of the top five? Yep. Who finished highest? So, so who six, finished sixth, sixth. Sixth. Oh, who finished sixth? Sixth to 15th. Oh, Valtteri Bottas. Sixth. Who had the most disposals in round one of the AFL? Oh. Christian Petraka. 38, didn't he? Yeah. Which NBA team... Has had the best record since the All-Star break. Oh, Bailey Smith had the most disposals, didn't he? Okay, sorry, say it again. <laughs> Which NBA team has had the best record since the All-Star break? Which NBA team has had the best record at All-Star break? Um, Boston Celtics. Which AFL team had the highest score in round one? Ooh. Me, oh my, wow, we, I'm going to say... Uh, Come on, Hayden. Mm, Collingwood. Is Collingwood or GWS? I thought. No, Sydney. Sydney. Number five. Mm. Which tennis player has won the most prize money in 2020 outside of Rafael Nadal? Oh fuck! I have no idea on this one. Um, you have to name a tennis player, buddy. It's not Rafa. I've just said outside prize, of prize money for as of January one this year. Correct. And the hint is, it is Rafa, but that's not allowed okay, to be an so answer. Okay, so second. Correct. Mm. I'll say, fuck, I'll say. <laughs> fuck, who made the final? Oh, Cobber, who Five made the seconds. Final? Yep, getting there. Four. I can't remember his fucking it's a name. a long five seconds. What's his fucking name? Three. I'll say, oh no. Two. Zerev. I don't even know the fucking name. What was it? Come on! In! Come in! Who was in the fucking. I can't believe I said that. Medvedev. Oh, oh fuck. You're kidding. You said that? My cat was waiting for me. That's cute. Take a seat, my friend. Did you fuck it up again? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we do this. I hope everyone could hear because we we're very quiet. No, they will be out of here because we're into the microphone. Yeah. Kobe. All right. Shoot. Your five questions. Five. Starts now. Don't out- give away anything, Dil. Uh, well, not. Outside of the top five... Which F1 driver finished highest in Bahrain? So sixth. Valtteri Bottas. <laughs> what? Who had the most disposals in round one of the AFL? Hmm. Uh-uh. 
Kobe. Get off your fucking oh, laptop. <laughs> Cheat. Um, <laughs> um, Quick. Petrarca. I think. Which NBA team has had the best record since the All-Star break? Hurry up, mate. Um, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Which AFL team had the highest score in round one? Geelong. Yeah. You got that wrong. Yep. You doofus. Oh, I knew I did. Which tennis player has won the most prize money in 2022, not including Rafael Nadal? They are a men's player. Oh, fuck. A men's. Uh, Medvedev. Okay. I fuck this. I'm Here we go. Play. I can't so, believe question I one. fucking know fucking Geelong. Question one. It was Valtteri Bottas that was actually said during the pod. <laughs> so that was an easy Don't 10 marks. Don't you hate when the questions get answered during the pod? That was an easy 10 marks. I hate this. Who had the most disposals in round one? It was Jack McRae. Oh, in the Followed by game. Zach Merritt. Oh. Followed by Petrarca, who you both said. Yeah. It's so, because Petrarca does it more impressively. So yeah. you are both on 18 points. You win from here. You are both on 18 so. points. You win from who here. Who did you say for this? We are both on 18. Shush. Which NBA team has the best record since the All-Star break? It is the Boston Celtics. Ooh. Then the Timberwolves. Oh. So it is twenty-eight to twenty-seven. I'm losing. You win you from are. here. You win from here. Which AFL team had the highest score in round one? It was Geelong. I Thank crumbled. You. So you were now thirty-seven. I you had Collingwood at seven points. They oh were seven. Yeah. So it's thirty-seven. Then more Sydney and we Sydney just came spoke second. about it. I know. Thirty-seven to thirty-five. Last question. And I fucked this. Who had the most prize money won in twenty twenty-two? Not including Nadal. Number 10, worth 10 points, sorry, so number one, Taylor Fritz, who actually beat Nadal in the uh, Indian Wells to give him his first loss of 2022. Oh, wow. Second is Medvedev on nine points. Yep. Zverev not is list. not in the top 10. Yep. Kobe. Is his a pass in there? He is. I've won again. Sixth. Oh. You wouldn't have won. No. Kobe. I was trying. You win again, my friend. I was literally. Very well done. I was going to say Medvedev, but I was like. Thanks well, for coming. Yeah, it's fair. Well, that was an absolute rip snorter of a pod. We fit in six sports, some Harry Potter, and some Lord of the Rings yeah. in fucking an hour and 15 minutes. Done pretty well. Boys, I hope you guys got your liquor license. Oh, my See God. See you guys. Jesus Deal. Christ, Dylan. Wow. <laughs>